let's just talk from our hearts. We were always trying to be experts and do all this research and get on Google and prepare for the show and spend weeks preparing for one show instead of let's just talk about these points, go off the cuff and just say, hey, we've got 10 years of experience. We're, we were filling out our resumes and talking about our media kit. And we realized, man, we're the we got a decade experience, guys. Let's just own it, man. We're old. We got 10 years in the game. Let's just talk about it. Welcome to Star of the Dow. I'm your host, Jared Easley. Joining me today is Marcus Garrett, Rich Jones from PaychecksAndBalances.com. We're going to start with Rich. Rich, what's up, man? Not much, man. Appreciate you having us on. And Marcus, how you doing, brother? Out here living the dream, sir. Living the dream. <laughs> living the dream. So San Diego, that's kind of living the dream, is it not? It is, man. I'm up in the Bay Area, but coming down here is completely different, man. I love it down this way. I might actually look at making, making a little bit of a move somewhere along the road when it makes financial sense. So hot take, if you want to go into town, use the rideshare bikes. Uh, I tried to use Siri to walk and got there, out there on the streets. It was like one hour and 15 minutes. So use the rideshare program, I'm telling you. But the bike is, you know, that's better for fitness reasons. Okay. Uh, so you said if it makes financial sense. I love that. So you wouldn't just move down here without having to sign some contract that it makes you pay it back if you leave a company after a year or whatever, right? You're not going to do anything crazy like that. Yeah, I mean, and I can't come to FinCon and talk about me being financially irresponsible by just making a big move. So that's why it has to make financial sense, you know? And of course, the fiance has to sign off on it too. And Rich, you're engaged recently, so congrats on that. Yeah, thanks. It's been an interesting journey, you know? We met on the internet, you know, been together for five years now and ready to take that next step in life and see how that goes. And there's, there's still a lot of conversations to have, of course. We met on the Tinder app and then... <laughs> nah. Blogs. So we met on a blog and the blog turned into BBM. And you hear jokes about people sliding up in the DMs. That's pretty much what I did. And then that became Skype. And then actually the day that we met is the day that we moved in together, which also shocks people. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. I, I got to say, my mama probably wouldn't have liked it if I'd done that. But hey, we stopped judging yesterday. Right, Marcus? That is true. It's a judgment free zone, as we say on the show. Exactly. All right, so let's talk about what you guys are up to, paychecksandbalances.com. What I find is interesting is that's the way you roll, Rich. You just like connect with people and then you meet them and then it's a thing. Like when we first met you and then we finally met Marcus, that was like the first day you guys had met, but you've been connected and working together for a while. So let's hear that story. Marcus, I want to hear your version and then Rich, if you just uh, follow up. Well, we were both uh, writing for a relationship blog and yeah, I know we, we both hesitate to say it now, but at the time it seemed like a good move. It was about seven gentlemen on the show. And then we did that for about three, four years. I was doing a personal blog on the side. They brought me into the fold. And then we kind of grew out of that niche, I guess you will. You just kind of get tired about talking about one thing or at least that one specific thing. And then we took about a year or two off from the writing. Then Rich came to me one day and said, hey, man, I'm going to start a podcast. I had no idea what a podcast was. I thought he made it up, honestly. And then he was like, hey, uh, just go out and buy this mic. But every time, as you said, Rich has been a dependable man. Every time he says there's something he wants to do, it's always paid dividends. Had trust in him. I think the first janky show I did with like a little digital mic that I have from like MySpace days, eventually upgraded to the, the next mic. And, you know, here we are two years later, Paychecks and Balances, talking to podcast movement at FinCon 16. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's been awesome, man. And so we had this other podcast, Two Guys, One Show. And initially when we launched that, that's what paychecks and balances was supposed to be, but the show, you know, sometimes things take on a life of their own. But I think it was great that we had that two years to kind of build the kind of not, not just like the trust, but just the chemistry and, and getting an understanding of what works and, and what doesn't work. So that when we did launch paychecks and balances, it was way much more targeted because we had shows that would run like two hours before. Like, like we, we were doing 
some crazy things. And now, you know, we've got it down to 30 to 60 minutes. It's crisp. It's clean. But we get a lot of people who are like, oh, man, you guys are rising so fast now. You know, you've been in iTunes for four or five months and you're already being featured in all of this stuff. And what they don't know is that it's something that we've been doing. I mean, we've been doing this for almost three years now. And on top of that, we've been working together on different projects for over five years. So it's not it's we're not new. This is something that we've been working at and we're just now starting to see those dividends pay off. I love it because I do a podcast, obviously, we're on my show. And I know it's not an easy thing to do for longer than two years. I mean, you got to really like it, especially when in the beginning you're building it and there's not a lot of people who are checking it out yet. So you guys went through that, I'm sure, Marcus. What was that like? Well, I was actually very hesitant, to be perfectly honest. I'm, I'm risk averse by nature. My nine to five is an auditor, so we don't take a lot of risk. We actually literally do risk assessments to avoid risk. And so Rich was saying that we're going to do this show. We're going to talk about finances to millennials. I'm like, who is going to listen to this? Who would want to talk about money and finances for you know, a full time basis on a 30 minute to 60 minute show? I went along with it because I don't want to be a hypocrite. As I said before, I trust the man and to see it take off and to be Finding your purpose, it's something I'm excited about. Like, I wake up, I'm excited to do the show. I'm excited to do the podcast. So it's very easy and natural to make that transition. And it's something I'm excited and passionate about doing. Yeah, you know, I feel the same way. And I think the the more we do this show, the more it reaffirms what I need to be doing full time. So I'm, I'm a tech recruiter in Silicon Valley by day. And I really get the satisfaction when we hear from listeners and they say, hey, I just saved $500 because I listened to your last episode. I just negotiated $10,000 more for my salary. I get more, I guess, for lack of a word, and more delight out of that versus, you know, hearing versus just getting someone to sign an offer letter. They start and they come in and they write code and then it's on to whatever the next one is. So it's been great. And I'm really looking forward to some of the other things that we've started talking about just by coming to this conference and hearing other people's ideas. We're realizing that there's so much more that we can do beyond the podcast. So just the podcast being one vehicle, but there's a lot of other ventures and areas that we can explore where we can also have the same type of impact with people. Marcus, if you'd be willing to explain the dynamic between the two of you, like one of you is stronger at one thing than the other. So what would you, how would you describe that between you and Rich and the podcast? That's very easy. Anything beyond talking is rich. So I'm at this podcast. <laughs> everybody's like, you know, what mics are you using and how long you've been doing the podcast and what do you use to upload? And I'm like, my co-host is around here somewhere. I assure you they can answer all those questions. I'm looking for some man in an orange shirt with paychecks and balances <laughs> to kind of save and rescue me. So I show up, I talk. I stay in my lane. I like to talk about the debt management side. I talk about debt, finances, putting a budget together. And I think something we pride ourselves on the show, and it actually took me a long time to gain peace with, is I don't know everything. I'm not an expert. This is my story. Here's what I'm comfortable talking about it. And I just you know, share from the heart. Yeah. All of the operational stuff behind the scenes, all of the strategy stuff, like that's always what I've been really into. Even on the last project when we were writing for a relationship blog, it was the same thing. A lot of strategy, a lot of operation stuff. So I'm just like, get this, do this. Even coming to FinCon, I'm like, you have a book coming out. If you don't go to FinCon, you're an idiot. You and then here we are. Before he got here, he got here about four hours later. I should say he wasn't late. He was right on time. And I said, what do I need to do? He said, network. So I'm out here passing out business cards like candy. So I signed up for a volunteer at the uh, FinCon. Everyone knows I was out there, you know, turn right, turn left. I told Rich, before we leave, I just want people to be, man, those guys were everywhere. I was so annoyed. Like they wouldn't get out of our face. Paychecks and ballot everywhere I turned. And so I think mission accomplished. Well, and I would say I love the branding too, because you guys got the hats, you got the shirts. So, I mean, if they miss you, shame on them. 
Yeah, yeah. And we had a plan. So we weren't going to wear the shirt on the same day. So he wore it the first day of the conference. I'm wearing the shirt today. And then I'm taking off this evening. Tomorrow, I don't know what you're doing, whatever. We're figuring after the first couple of days, people will know who we are because they've seen us around. And then Saturday, free for all. You better watch this, man. By that point, we'll probably be so saturated, we'll need to hide. So it'd probably be good that we don't have any brand. Marcus is going to get a neck tattoo. This. <laughs> no, don't <Paychecks>. do that. <laughs> Paychecks. All right. So let's talk about your book, Marcus. Uh, what's going on with that? Debt Free or Die Trying. I just released this in August of 2016. Uh, it's a story of how I got $30,000 in debt and four strategies I used to get out of debt. But honestly, I call it a cautionary tale, sometimes serious, most times funny story of how I got into debt. I think the story I've just been sharing because people like it the most is in one weekend, I tripled my debt and went from $9,000 to $27,000 in debt in a 72-hour period. And in summary, what it boiled down to is I got a consolidation loan they mailed it to me, which was basically a blank check. I was about 23 years old at the time. And I did you know, the responsible thing. I made it rain. <laughs> so, yeah, I was going to say, what's the name of the girl? I did have a girlfriend at the time, and we both made it rain. Uh, I think I redid her entire wardrobe. I like to think that she's still wearing some of that. But you know, I don't have anything to show for that $27,000 experience other than apparently a great story that people like to laugh at. Yeah, I, I had a stack of ones, but I ain't got them no more. And, and from reading the book, I got to say... And I've known this guy for five years, and he told me how he got in the debt. But to read it, like there, there were stories that I didn't even know about. And I'm like, oh, you really were bad with money. Like You really took it to the max yeah, with, you know, with how quickly one could accumulate and continue to accumulate debt. Another fun story, I went to an all-star game in Atlanta. I'm trying to not use the dates because there was other parties involved. <laughs> I went enough. to an all-star game in Atlanta, and I think I left the house with $25, $27 in cash probably had a credit card at about 1000 You know, don't remember a lot from that weekend, but I know I came back with a credit card. Uh, somebody told the $5,000 Frisbee story. All I remember is the $3,000 trip story. I just came back with a $3,000 credit card balance. And it's funny how one weekend or several weekends in my case, five, 10 years where I'm paying off those expenses. But you know, that's the book is out there now. Debt free or die trying. A cautionary tale indeed. My goodness. And I love how Rich can just rip you on a podcast and, and you just got to take it, man. Is that how it works? Yeah, I mean, we go back and forth. And so there was one point where we were actually having rap battles on the show almost. It happened unintentionally. We would start the show with some bars, as we would call it, freestyling. And then I was like, we should probably stop doing this because it's going to start getting competitive. And it's going to be like, yo, mama ain't this. Yo, your brother ain't this. And we were like, all right, man, let's be cool. So we, we always riff on each other and go back and forth with it. Would you guys humor me if I attempt to beatbox? Would you guys freestyle a little bit? You can pass the mic and I'll give that to Rich. He's a, okay, he's all right, here we go. We ready? Rich, you grab grab the mic here. We're gonna do this. All right. Don't hate. All right. Let's see what happens. <laughs> all right, here we go. I'm not great at beatboxing, but I'm gonna give it a go. And then you all guys right, can judge me harshly. We're okay. not great at rapping either. <laughs> well, I, you I, said you did it on the show, right? Yeah, yes, but I officially retired from rap all like right, seven we'll years ago. Bring it out of retirement right. for Dan <laughs> Franks. Dan's watching. All right, here we go. So Yo. Yo, uh, it's coming. Yo, yo. So I'm chilling here, riding out at ThinkCon. Chilling and I'm hanging out at ThinkCon. Making power moves with my boy Marcus. Walk around, going to these targets. People that we trying to connect with and speak to. Got people asking us to come through. Get on the mic and do an interview. Hell, yeah, sure, yeah, I'll talk to you. I'm trying to think of other things to say to keep it fresh. All I want the sponsor to say is yes. All I want to do is go back and get sleep. Oh my God. I'm 
feeling so weak from running around and talking so much. My voice, yeah, it's hurting so bad. And I don't know what to say. I'm searching for words that rhyme. I'm trying to say something that rhymes with dime. And something with time and something about crime and something about this. This is awful. This is terrible. <laughs> Let's stop this right now. Wow. Man, this is awful. I got to say, that was a first for this podcast. <laughs> That was I, I told it was it's it's pretty bad and especially I'm and I'm I'm already feeling struggly so <laughs> Marcus uh, how, would you, how would you how would you grade that over. how would you grade that Marcus I'm gonna give it a a B minus because <laughs> it was off the dome but at least he went for it you know no no I gotta say man it. Rich represented man I'm proud Marcus you could have jumped in but you played it safe but you got you got a book Rich to come first. out you got a, you got a reputation to come on so it's all good all right guys so let's talk about iTunes because iTunes all of a sudden featured you guys on the main page. I want to hear about that story and what impact that had. Yeah, it's been awesome. I uh, still don't quite know how we turned up there, but in August, the iTunes had a uh, Black Voices in Business category, and it's still there today, and we were featured in that. And then since then, we've also been featured in the uh, ACAST podcast platform, which some people may be familiar with. And since then, I mean, the, the show has really grown like, like 800% or, or something insane like that over the last couple of months. And you know, I think when August started, we had probably you know 12, iTunes reviews. And now we have like 65 or 66. And so in this few months time, even just since we've been featured, we've essentially passed the previous podcast that we did for, you know, almost two and a half years. And that's now in hiatus. So things are really starting to take off for us. You know, we're starting, I mentioned, we're starting to get emails with people reaching out about potential opportunities, collaborating and stuff like that. And it's been encouraging to talk to some of the people who we kind of look up to, who we thought are bigger names, who are like, hey, we see what you guys are doing. Keep doing that. You know, you guys just stay steady with it and great things are going to happen for you. And, you know, in the future has been one of those things. Marcus, what do you say to someone who's working hard, they're being diligent, they're trying to do the right things? They're just not seeing that desired outcome yet. What do you say to that? Well, I think we're, our story shows that to continue to be perseverance, you know, continue to push forward. If you got a vision, you got an outcome. And a lot of the lessons learned, we're just using to apply to move forward and start applying those best practices. We try to take and leave behind all the mistakes and take only the lessons learned. And really, maybe for us, one thing we learned, I know everyone can't do this, was the rebranding. We were talking, we were all over the page with the other show. We literally called it our mixtape because we would just start the mic and just talk about whatever came to our head. And then we saw that the finance and the speaking to the millennial shows were taking off. We're like, well, maybe we have a niche here. Let's see what happens if we break out this brand and we talk about these specific topics. And then on the show, one thing that we've tried to do and improve on is like, let's just talk from our hearts. You know, let's we're always trying to be experts and do all this research and get on Google and prepare for the show and spend weeks preparing for one show instead of let's just talk about these points, go off the cuff and just say, hey, we've got 10 years of experience. We were filling out our resumes and talking about our media kit. And we realized, man, we're the we got a decade experience, guys. Like, let's just own it, man. We're old. We got 10 years in the game. Let's just talk about it. That's good advice. All right, guys, we're going to start to wrap up here. So we'll start with you, Rich. What's the best place to, for people to connect with you online? Check out the show. Yeah. So uh, my individual Twitter is at I am Rich Jones. At Pay Balances is the Paychecks and Balances Twitter account. I also encourage people to check out paychecksandbalances.com for all of our episodes. All right, I'd echo the same. And if you want to check out the book, check out paychecksandbalances.com slash debt free. All right. So, guys, we always finish with final thoughts. I'll start with you, Marcus, and then uh, go over to you, Rich. Final thoughts on the episode. It can be anything. What do you think? I'd say it'd be this conference, such an open community. I've learned so much. It's been great. Whatever my expectations were, blew it out of the water, exceeded it. And I'll be at FinCon 17 in Dallas. Hopefully y'all will see me. Yeah. Uh, so my, my final thoughts, uh, that rap was really, really bad. And I'm probably not going to listen to that part when it comes out. <laughs> 
But I think for me, there's just the importance of getting out here and connecting with people. You know, he said within a matter of hours that the trip paid for itself. And and I'd say the same thing. I mean, I've met some really awesome people, awesome potential guests. And it was the same thing at Podcast Movement. And, you know, if I didn't go to Podcast Movement this year, I wouldn't have known about FinCon, which means I wouldn't have had some of these conversations that I've had today, which means that I wouldn't have been able to start some of these relationships. And when I interact with these people online, at least have them be able to say, I met this guy. I know these guys. They were the orange shirt annoying guys who were walking around the conference, but they were friendly in person. So, you know, I'm going to reply or, hey, maybe that's someone that we should build with. So there's just that importance of getting out there. I love it. Congrats on the growth and best wishes with the book, Marcus. Debt free or die trying. I hope people check that out. And then, of course, paid checks and balances.com is where they can hear the podcast. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 